Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, September 16th. Here we are. We're here. Flag on the play. You already know what it is. It's episode 40. Mm. 4-0. That's pretty big. Nice round number. Nice round number. That's Alex's voice right there. How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. Uh, weather's a little tricky today, like mm. we were talking about. It's one of those days uh, where it's uh, nice and sunny outside. You got some clouds, blue skies, but very windy. As soon as you step outside of the house, yep. get blown away. So definitely not definitely headache weather definitely yeah De- there's definitely some headaches involved i don't like that too much owen you're joining us virtually today how's it going sir um it's going good yeah same thing over here it's like other like it would be a really nice day but the wind is is bringing it down it makes it feel a lot colder than it actually should be so like i feel you guys you guys pain there a little bit i hate wind i'm hashtag done with wind me too that, that's how it is i'm out it's terrible Try to go on a picnic or a hike. It just ruins it. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> yeah. Producer Adam, how's it going over there, dude? Pretty good. Didn't really go outside today. You know, Wednesdays are big fantasy days for me. The waiver wires, all the picks come through. You got to mm. check who's still out there. Mm. Make your moves. Mm. One yeah. of the guys on the show made some controversial pickups today. Mm. But That's yeah. right. That's right. What are you big on? Are you wait on like, are you a big rankings guy or waiver wire? Oh, like? I just go to top ads and, you know, whatever didn't get scooped, I read into it. And, nice. You know, I make those moves. Yeah, I make a quick pickup on the side. Yeah, Christian Kirk was unclaimed today. I was surprised. I picked That's him up. pretty big. Yeah, it's I'm hot happy with it. Yeah, got to secure Christian Kirk, will be, he'll be back on the waiver wire in two weeks. Yep. It's, he's that type of guy. Oh, yeah. absolutely. There's yeah. no doubt about that. The amount of times they've called him a league winner. Yeah, and he's just <laughs> uh, on the waiver wire by like week four again. Like yeah. very true, very true. He always comes back up. He's a circulator. Yeah, he's one of those guys that's on everybody's team at some point, and everybody thinks they like got a steal, like they yeah. got like a gem, and then he just goes to the waiver wire the yeah. week totally. after. Yeah. No doubt. Damn, now I don't feel as good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what we're here to do. Yeah. First little mini stretch of the season without football, two days off. How does it feel? It's tough. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, one of our buddies said, uh, "I for what did he say? It's it's Tuesday, and I can't believe there's no football on." Yeah, mm. just any days without football aren't great. Yeah, but uh, but we've got some football tonight, so that's it'll right. be good. That's right. That's right. Well, G men and some football team. We'll get into that in just a sec. I guess we could talk about the football team now. We'll sort of run through the headlines since we last spoke. Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic. You know, everybody was hyped for the big season from him, and he's out. Mm. He's out about eight weeks. Hurt hip. They're going with Heineke to replace them. Uh, to be honest with you, this doesn't really change my perception of them, but do you think it really matters at all for them? I think they're kind of on the same level, but, I mean, Alex, what do you think? Uh, I think uh, people are kind of given to, like, a, it's an overreaction a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, I get what they were trying to get with Fitzpatrick, um, but I think Heineke's competent. I think they still have that defense. Uh, the offense is still good, I think. Obviously, you still have Terry and, and Antonio Gibson. You can run the ball a lot. Um, so I think they'll just lean lean on that a little more, run the ball a little more, get some more uh, plays from your defense. Um, but, you know, we'll have to wait and see. I know everyone's saying, you know, sign Cam Newton, sign, sign Cam Newton. You still got to wait it out. 
Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think it hurts them too much. I, I still think they have a decent shot at winning the division. I think so too. I think that's fair. Owen, what do you think? Yeah. <clears throat> I, uh, I liked what I saw from Heineke. Um, but I agree with you guys. I don't think it's really going to matter so much whether it's Heineke or uh, Fitzpatrick or Cam Newton in there, because I think this is one of those teams like, um, like a team like the Niners where the quarterback is a bit less important. You kind of rely um, more on your defense and on some of your other like skill positions, your running game and stuff like that. So I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to really have a huge impact. Obviously, you know, Fitzpatrick might be a, a, a slight cut above Heineke, but I think Heineke is a solid, you know, he's a solid backup. And I think he's uh, he's a guy that you feel if you're a Washington fan, I think you feel decent with him, with him in there. You feel like you, your chances are still solid. So he hung around in that playoff game that one time. Yeah. I know you were loving him after that. Oh, absolutely. That was a great game. <laughs> Cause the bucks Classic. won. Is that why? It, well, yeah, it would have been worse if he, if they lost, I'll tell you that. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. Adam, you have anything on that one? No, I agree with you guys. Uh, I guess there's like a few more question marks cause we don't really know how good Heineke will be. And I mean, like, we saw him once and he was great, but you never know. He could be terrible. Like yeah. it, it could turn everything over and they could be the worst team in the division. So we don't know if he's a starter. Yeah. I like guess if we'll he can last see. this whole season. Right. Yeah. I know Chase Young though said he could start on all 32 teams. Or however many there are. <laughs> There's no way he said that. Oh yeah, dude. He's like, he's like, he could start on any team and be good. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I wish Chase Young, Chase Young like loves him. Like I've never seen the like Chase Young literally would like, will go to bat for this guy whenever he, he honestly Heineke. seems like a good teammate hey oh yeah i mean he's voted captain like as a rookie so must be a good guy then great guy yeah clearly like the locker room likes him the team likes him so shout out to chase young we'll be seeing yeah. him on tonight get excited because yeah. you're gonna need all the build-up you can to watch that for three hours um a couple other injury notes i got to run through here i'll just go through the list you tell me if you think any are really impactful we got odell beckham he's not going to play next game jerry judy's out six weeks owens boy mackie beckton mckay beckton however i say i like mackie beckton more rolls mm-hmm. off the tongue nicely <laughs> definitely he's a little out, quicker yeah a little quicker speed he's out six weeks jeff okuda's out for the year and Raheem Mostert's out for the year and i guess i should mention demarcus lawrence broke his foot today at practice um, I guess we start with the Cowboys fan in the building. I mean, was that devastating news when I uh, let you know? Yeah. Do we have news on, is that going to be out for the season type thing? Like, I think that's yet? probably like 10, 12 weeks around Yeah. There? I mean, he'll be back for playoffs, I think. So. Okay. All right. You lost your chance. <laughs> oh, and any of those really stand out to you? Um, I mean, it's just Raheem Mostert. I don't really understand this guy. I, I, like, it seems like he's missed like, just two like the last two seasons with early season injuries like it's just it's so strange to me how he keeps getting hurt and then also how do you break your foot at practice like what is the actual incident that occurred do you know i have no earthly idea maybe like a golf cart ran over him or something (laughs) what what kind of a question is that like the same way any injury happens at practice like from practicing I mean, I'm Why sure it's so hard practicing, though? but like, what's the movement that causes it? Like, I can see an ACL or like something like that, but a broken foot seems like a weird one to me. Yeah, I guess mm. maybe maybe Zeke fell on cooler fell on him. Yeah, yeah. Zeke, on Zeke fell on him. That that'll that'll do a number. That'll that'll crush like multiple pieces type. Yeah, break. he probably got no shin too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> Any of those stand out to you, Alex? <laughs> um, one name for sure is uh, Jeff Jeffrey Okuda because mm-hmm. uh, uh, he was the third overall pick. Around there, yeah. Somewhere, somewhere like there. he was very yeah. high in 2020. 
Uh, and he had a horrible season for the Lions. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a very good cornerback at all. Couldn't shut down anybody. And they were hoping he'd have a good year this year. Um, and that's definitely not the case now. Like you said, he out for the season. Yeah. Yeah, out for the season. So um, they were hoping he could, um, you know, build build at least or improve. But that's definitely not going to be the case. And they invested a lot there on yeah. a cornerback who's not going to end up playing a lot of games. So it's tough. It seems like taking quarterback a cornerback early in the draft never really works out. At least that's how it seems to me. I feel like you can get a lot of good guys just later. Yeah. Just, I mean, a top five pick for a cornerback. Yeah. It's risky. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't always come through. Mm-hmm. I guess I, I would say Jerry Judy maybe just because I thought he was going to have a big year. Obviously, the injury isn't as bad as it looked like it was on Sunday. I thought he was going to be like out for the year on Sunday. But, I mean, if he can come back and have some good production, I, that would be nice to see because I think he's a super talent. So Isn't that tough for the Broncos, though? Last year, they lost Corton Sutton, I think, right before the week started. Yeah. Obviously, now granted, his injury was a lot worse than Judy's is because Judy's going to come back. But, like, obviously, now they lost Judy here in the first week. So, um, tough, tough for the Broncos uh, wide receivers. Are you confident in their depth? Oh, yeah. They got okay. Hamler and Tim Patrick mm-hmm. and Sutton. They'll Good be stuff. okay. They'll survive. I do think it's worse, though, now just because uh, the Broncos, to me, look like a legitimate contender, like more so now than they were last year. So th- that injury probably hurts them even more than, than Sutton's did, even though it might have lasted longer. Teddy Tugos, so, man. He's, he's got yeah. that contender impact on you. Did you guys see uh, what Von Miller said about him? Yes, I he's did. Like, yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't had that feeling since 18 since was 18. here. That's what he said. Yeah. Sheesh. I That's mean, cool. to be fair, he was, you know, since then it's been Trevor Simeon, Paxton Lynch, Case yeah. Keenum, Drew Locke. So, I mean, not exactly a high bar, no, but hey, no. I mean, he cleared it. So, shout out to Teddy, too. Um, I guess we could talk about that Monday night game. I feel like we always kind of, we're going to kind of miss the boat on the Monday mm. night games because we come back on Wednesday. You already have heard a lot about it, but we got to put it in there for our boy, Alex, because, you know, big Raider fan. That was a great game, big win. But I did want to shout out this one John Gruden quote in particular. Oh. After the game, he said, quote, it felt like I died and woke up during the game. That's that's the most John Gruden thing I think I've ever heard in my life. Just a quick death, coma, back up, bang. But how are you feeling? Big I win. felt that way too. I felt that way too, definitely. Huge win. Like we said, Raiders don't lose the first game of the season. We've been preaching it all week, and we were right. Um, it was just one of the best games I've watched in a while. I can't remember a game I've watched that good. Um, it was back and forth. think the Raiders win the game, then they can't punch it in. Um, at the goal line, Carr throws an interception. Uh, he threw that ball way too hard. That oh. was that was way too hard he, for a he was going three to yard pass. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you think Lamar's gonna kill it here. All they had to get was the field goal. He he fumbled like what two times? He fumbled a couple times yeah. during the game too. Yeah. So then the Raiders get the ball back, and then you think they're gonna. It was like second or third down, and you mm-hmm. think, hey, they're gonna maybe run it just to get a couple more yards here. No, they're like, screw this. We're gonna kick the field goal. Get the field goal team on. No. <laughs> audible send them back on the bench get the other guys in i think i think that kind of shook the ravens maybe i'm not 100 sure they were thinking it was going to be a field goal all that switching happening and then they just walk it off with zay jones just free and and scoring the touchdowns that's not the worst theory i've ever heard yeah you think gruden did purposeful delay of game (laughs) might be because he said daniel carlson was uh hiding in the in the kicker's net so i was like yeah it's an interesting comment hiding in the kicker's net wow (laughs) that's a new one and and uh, Zay Jones is the hardest working guy in the NFL, according yeah. to Derek Carr. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. there's like 600 players, but I'm glad he found the number <laughs> yeah, one hardest cool. working. Yeah. Okay, did you catch any of that one? I did, I did. Yeah, I think uh, it was maybe, that. first of all, can I say that was maybe the best week one I've seen 
in a long time. Like I felt like from front to back, there were so many good games, but that might've been the best one to be honest with you. I think he was just so back and forth. I loved, uh, I loved, I, I don't know. I think the Raiders, Alex, I would be happy as a Raiders fan. I think they, their defense looked really good. Like, I don't want to say they're a contender because I still think they're not going to be good. No, that's fair. Um, but but I, I would be I would be happy if you're a Raiders fan. I like the way their defense looked. I mean, Carr is still good. Carr mm-hmm. still, he, he can get the job done. Yeah, you know, I know, I know a lot of the question marks were the defense coming into the year and and definitely uh, the, the front seven were really good. Crosby was... Yeah. He's all over the place. Yeah. Everyone was saying how uh, how good his stamina is. I mean, he was pressuring every time, and uh, and yeah, they had a lot of pressures on Lamar, and I definitely think that affected the game. So, if anything, um, I, I I liked our I liked our defensive tackles and all the pressure we were putting on the quarterback. So it was a good sight, heck of a game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I will say as well, I think this could be a historic year for Darren uh, Waller. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's primed to have the year, not only the year of his career, but he could have. Literally, with the 17 games, he could break records. Yeah, because he gets yeah. targeted like 50 times. I was going to say, crazy. it helps when the other receivers <laughs> on the team are Jim and Joe from down the block. They could, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I heard some I, noise I, for Offensive Player of the Year. You like that, Owen? I do, I do. Because I saw... Win it. Yeah, I was looking at... Um, I, I was watching something, and, and they were saying, like, in order for him to break the yardage record, he needs to average, like, 84 yards a game or something like that. Over the that. 17, which to me seems like, like mm. almost money in the bank if he keeps up at the pace, like the, with the target, the pace of targets that he's getting, it seems like it would be pretty easy, especially because there's like you guys are saying, it's like I get J- Zay Jones like works really hard and he's there at 6 a.m. <laughs> but like he's not, like he's not that guy. He's not that good. So 100, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Who are your other? You have Brian Edwards. Brian, he made that sick catch, and then yeah. so did Henry Ruggs. I, I shit Henry my Ruggs. pants when Derek Carr threw that ball because <laughs> yeah. I was like, this Ruggs chance he doesn't catch this because he's just henry ruggs all he does is run very fast not very doesn't catch a lot of balls but he got that one him and edwards both had really big catches down the stretch so it was it was really hype a gleeful raider fan this is like a blue moon i'm looking i was very happy it was a great game yeah shout (laughs) out to the raiders for taking again for taking henry ruggs over like five other pro bowl caliber receivers totally yeah this is the most raiders move oh and cleveland Farrell was a healthy scratch number four overall pick Mm. i was right here when that happened (laughs) Um, yeah. any also the Manning broadcast. You guys catch any of that? I watched a little bit. I thought it was entertaining, but I don't think I could watch three hours of it. Just my opinion. Yeah, I just watched the overtime of it, and I actually really liked it. But maybe that's just because I got twenty minutes in. Yeah, mm. I thought like it, it was entertaining. I'll I'll watch like a quarter on it. I just think a whole game on its own. Did you watch any of it? Uh, when I turned my TV on, that was the first thing that was on, and I got scared. I was like, there's no way like this is the only broadcast, but I eventually flipped it back to the regular broadcast because it had down. I was like, if you want to watch the regular broadcast, flip, but I, I can't. It's 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 just weird to me. It feels yes. like I'm watching like a YouTube video or something. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of agree. Like the, I, they, They're both talented and they're funny, but it's just not what I'm looking for in an NFL game. Okay, did you see any? I didn't see any, but speaking of like special broadcasts, they're doing the uh, Nickelodeon broadcast tonight, eh? Really? Is that tonight? I it might. Be. I hope it is. And then I'll be watching that special. <laughs> let me broadcast. check that out. Let me check that out. <laughs> you do, right, you, you do, you do that research. Let let us know. Okay. Yes, let us know. Also, Peyton's head still huge. I can't put a helmet on. <laughs> That's funny. That was good. That that was good. Yeah. And I like Charles Barkley in the first quarter. He was mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Charles. And they interviewed a bunch of people on the yeah. broadcast too, right? I know Travis Kelsey was on there. Yeah. He didn't know who they were playing, 
Ah, uh, that's uh, that's a Travis Kelsey like, typical lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were playing Bar- Baltimore, so oh, yeah, he was man. like, "Oh, I didn't know." Yeah, like, nice. That's, that's a cap. That's cap. That's big cap. Well, oh, and are we coming through? All right, we're putting right. them to the test here. Just quit the research. It's whatever. There might <laughs> be Nickelodeon the tonight. There might be. Just either way, watch the game. Yeah, flip to matter. the channel and find out. I guess I don't know. Uh, the NBA. Last thing for stories here. The NBA is considering a mid-season tournament with a one million dollar prize fund. I think that would. I guess that would go to all the players. Mm-hmm. Do you want to see this? What's the best way to make this work? What do you guys think? I, I mean, Owen, do you have any take on this first? No, I don't want to see that really. I don't really care. To, like, I feel like there's, uh, I don't know, maybe it would be entertaining, but I just feel like with the way uh, load management and whatnot works, I don't know if that would uh, really end up, you know, coming out the way you would like it to come out. It might be a G League game. Yeah, it might just be end, end up being like a bunch of bench guys playing, which might be cool. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they play their starters and they play hard. I don't know. I just... I, I don't with the with the load management. I don't know how it would play out. Yeah, I I kind of agree, but I also see it ending up like maybe like the Jazz win, and then we get all the Jazz fans being oh. like, "Oh, we won the midseason tournament though, yeah. so like we're we're like champions in a way." Yeah, it like we soccer. won the like Red Bull Cup. Yeah, that's what they call it. Or something. Yeah, we won the Red Bull Cup. The RBC. <laughs> Gobert's crying on the podium. He's got his ring. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the R. The uh, he's the R. RVP, Red Bull Valuable Player. (laughs) Red Valuable Player, yeah. (laughs) Soccer has stuff like this, though, like the Carabao and the FA. Like, to me, this is sort of what that would be like. I'm down with that. Any way to, you know, keep the game interesting for 10 months of the year, Mm -hmm. I'm in. I just don't see a world where LeBron's like, oh, midseason tournament? Yeah, Yeah, I'm there. And if LeBron's not doing it, KD's not doing it, and then the whole trickle down, the whole line starts. It just starts. It's a slippery slope. All of a sudden, the tournament MVP, you know, it's it's Will Barton. So, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I think that's a no then to 82 games. Yes. Then the season would be forever. So you have to cut the games down, the regular season games. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know what? I wouldn't mind trying it to see how it works. The only thing is they're comparing it a lot to soccer and the FA Cup and all that, like you were talking about. The only difference is those cups have a lot of tradition. They've been around for like years and years and years. I think the FA Cup's been around for like 100 years plus. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think the cultural aspect is a little different. Like you said, the players might be load managing. They don't want to play whatever. They're more... They want to win the Larry OB, right? Yeah. Um, but it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt trying. It's no. just the culture thing is totally different. We have to take that into consideration. Yeah, and the whole reason that FA Cup is cool is because like any team in England can win that thing, right? Yeah. It's not only the top team. So maybe get a get a basketball tournament, let the college teams participate. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's now, go. now we're getting right. to take city. Yeah, that's I'd what be, I want to do. Yeah, that those takes. One thing I will say is uh, I read that they were going to offer like the winning team was going to win like a million dollars. So there was like a financial incentive. So I don't know if that would be enough, but I would think if they were going to do it, they would have to do something like they do with the all-star game in baseball where there's some sort of like actual incentive. Yeah. I think there's got to like you get an automatic number one seed for if you're the first round buy something like that. Cause that would make a difference. Well, that's why all the bench guys that would be playing like crazy. Yeah, because a mill is a lot. But you think Kawhi's yeah. playing for a mill? No, no. He, yeah. LeBron gets a mill. He's putting it in his kid's bed for like tooth fairy money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So I, I don't know. They're, they're, gonna, they're gonna have to find a way to make that work. The reason yeah. that works for soccer is there's so many tournaments. Like exactly anybody in England can win it. You think like Chelsea's going all out to win the FA, dude? This year, no. no. Like no. they have higher aspirations than exactly. that. And basketball is such like it's just you just play to win the title at this point. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and soccer has so many players too that you can rotate in. But yeah. with NBA, it's just like you have your like seven eight guys. Yeah. So. Exactly. Well, that'll do for the sort of the headlines in sports. Let's get to some week two NFL action. Let's do it. So we did some picks last week. I'm going to get to a couple things first before we do it. A couple notes from week one. Uh, the underdogs were 11-5 and five last week. On the settling lines, the underdogs cleaned up. It's like that every year. You know, I should honestly just week one pick all the underdogs because every single year they clean up, but I won't do it next year. And just you We know, never learn. We never learn. We always hope it's a different outcome. Never yeah. learn. But if you like to learn, book that down in your bookmark. Set a reminder for next year. Underdogs clean up every single year. And if you missed last show, we do pick six games an episode. We all pick five games together. We make our own picks on the five biggest games. And then we give a lock of the week. And we're going to do that again today for week two to revise the records from last week. Owen, you went two and four and you lost your lock. How does it feel? I mean, I said this to you before, Phil. I lost the uh, lost the battle, but I won the war. And I'm going to say this till uh, till the end of time. I, f- I had a better record um, against the spread than you guys did this week. Over I the all same games. record. Okay, other, I beat uh, Alex and Adam. I'll okay. take uh, Alex. Hey, all that. we care about yeah. is the picks on the show. That's all we care. About. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, yeah, that is all we don't care bring about. anything okay. else in. Well, yes. here's what I will say about that. I uh, there were a few teams I didn't know. I mean, I I thought I knew what they were, but they weren't what I thought they were. So it, oh, it's week thing. one. You kind of you. It's kind of a week for feeling it out. Um, kind of figuring out what these teams are, what some of these guys are capable of. What kind of, you know, I didn't know Zay Jones woke up at 6 a.m. If I had known that, I would have had the Raiders covering. That's a good you point. Know? So <laughs> I don't really blame myself too much. Um, and uh, week two, ex- I, ex- all the listeners at home expect a better performance. It won't happen. You did again. a Herm Edwards there. Yeah. Yeah. Or Dennis Green. Sorry. One, they're the same guy. Adam, you also, you were laughing there, but you also went two and four and you lost your walk. So. Uh, yeah i mean i was laughing but i agree with everything <laughs> i was just laughing because this guy's being funny yeah i mean if i knew zay jones was the hardest working man in the league i also would have picked the raiders you guys just you had me beat there we did we did alex you're four and two but you lost your lock but four and two though yeah four and two so that's, that's pretty good still lost the lock though so it did hurt a little yeah bit. something to improve on this week so, yeah so that's what we're gonna do yeah and i i went five and one and i won my lock not to brag but i am um, okay phil you know best guy yeah i'm on i'm riding high right now okay. don't worry i'm like Derek carr are we weighing the locks as like two picks in the overall record or uh, we let's can, do something we can like discuss that. that after the show yeah okay, and okay. we'll bring you the decision next week mm-hmm. um couple things to note for week two before we actually get into the games uh week one last year just just remember that jacksonville beat indianapolis then lost the next 15 games so don't put everything into week one weird things happen cleveland lost week one last year tampa bay lost week one last year you know so you're saying we shouldn't bet the texans money line against the browns yeah i think that i'm that may be a mistake okay that may be a mistake (laughs) um and vegas they they prey on your overreactions in week two you know, you'll look at these lines and you'll say, Arizona at home. Arizona just looked like, you know, they just stopped the season, let them win the Super Bowl right mm-hmm. now. Minnesota looks like they headed into the number one pick lottery. <laughs> Poo-poo bowl. Yeah, and it's only four and a half. So this is what Vegas does. They prey on your overreactions. Everybody's flying to take Arizona. Again, I'm not going to step on anybody's toes, but this is what they do. They prey on your overreactions, so be ready for that at home. Thursday night football. It's tonight. We talked about it. It's the G men. It's the football team. Football team at home minus three and a half is the spread. Heineke starting. 
Oh, guy, what's your pick there? Um, I'm taking the Giants to cover. Um, and I think for whatever reason, Daniel Jones is a terrible quarterback. He really is. He's, he's horrible. But uh, for whatever reason, he just loves to beat up on the football team. That's what I've noticed. I, that's um, true. Yeah, and that is true. He loved he whatever it is. Like, I don't know what it is because he sucks against 31 other teams. But against the football team, he uh, he comes to play. So he even I'm sucks trusting for Daniel the Giants. Jones. That's how you get to 31 teams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So uh, so yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the football or sorry, uh, the Giants to cover this week. I'm also taking the Giants to cover this week. I actually I did some stats this week. I actually oh, have some go. stats for the people at home. Um, Daniel Jones under center, the Giants cover seventy percent of the time as an away underdog. So. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think the Giants stink out loud. I think they're actually truly terrible. But the football team, why is everybody laughing? The football team, they're sort of, you know, they they kind of have a turmoil week this week. You know, new quarterback. We don't think the quarterback's that much worse, but it's still an inconvenience. And I'm going to take with the G-men here. Yeah, okay, I'm going to take Washington, okay. the football team, balance it out a little bit. Um, I don't think they're going to lose two home games because they lost a tight one to the Chargers, and now the Giants are coming they're gonna they're gonna beat the Giants. Oh, they're coming all right. Oh, they're coming all right, and they're gonna beat the Giants at home. There's no way they lose two games uh, with sewage flying around everywhere. Um, Chase Young didn't have a very strong game against the Chargers because Rashawn Slater was bodying him. Chase Young's gonna be all over this this poor offensive line. Gonna be on Barkley. Gonna be on Daniel Jones. Um, so <clears throat> that's why I like the Washington Football Team, and. Uh, and I don't think, and I, you know what, I Heineke, we were talking about him earlier. He's he's still been in the system. He's taken first team reps now, so I don't think it's a complete change. Like they brought Cam Newton in or anything. Like he's still been around the playbook and all that stuff. So I don't think it'll impact them too much. So um, I'm definitely taking the uh, the football team. Adam, your tie break. Yeah, I thought hard about this one. I saw the same stat as Phil. A lot of that was last year, like Giants on the road as dogs last year. They were unbelievable, but I think it's because everyone just thought they were terrible last year. And now, you know, spreads a little closer. I like the football team. I think they're going to cover. I think they're going to win this pretty nicely. Back door could be open, but I like the football team. Oh, it's open, all right. Yeah, They're going to slam through the back door and it's, leave the front door. It's feeling drafty. That's what I'll say. Oh, guy, I like, where, I like our position on that one. Me too. Dude. I'm feeling too. confident. The Giants. Same here. Let's ride. Sunday morning, it's on Fox. Miami is at home for Buffalo. Buffalo obviously coming off last week where they couldn't move the ball at all. Now they're going into Miami. Miami just won a game, played a pretty conservative road game, I'm, I might say. Mm -hmm. But Buffalo, minus three and a half. This one I could see going either way. I might wait this one out till the end, let you guys talk, and then I'm going to take an angle. Uh, Alex, you want to start? I honestly didn't want to start. As of now, I have the Bills. Okay. As of now, but like you said, you could make a really good case for Miami. Uh, the Bills are on the road, right? Mm -hmm. um, but like you said, um, you know, they didn't score a lot of points against the Steelers. I mean, that a phenomenal defense and stuff. They did still get a lot of first downs, more first downs, I think, than the Steelers. Um, I think that more passing yards, obviously, than the Steelers, too. So I just don't see them losing two games. Like, mm. like I... I they're just they were in the the AFC Championship last year. They can't start off zero and two. Miami's not not the toughest place to play. I mean, they don't have the most rabid fan base. It's true. Um, but I, I like the Bills because I just don't see them going zero and two. Okay, Owen, what are you thinking? <clears throat> yeah, I do like the Bills, and it, that's a very tepid I like because I uh, agree. I think this is one of the tougher matchups of the week. Um, but what it comes down to to me is two things. One, I don't trust Tua I think he's bad 
Um, I think what Jackson said at the end of uh, the game on Sunday was, I think he was upset, but I think what he said was was accurate, that Tua is not a very good, he, he doesn't read defense as well, and he doesn't make good decisions um, with the football a lot of the time when his first read is there. It, sorry, isn't there. He he has a tendency to, to kind of throw up jump balls, and that's what he did, and that's why the ball got picked off at the end of the game uh, against New England. So I don't trust Tua, and I think Buffalo's defense is good enough to kind of get under his skin a little bit. And then as far as Buffalo goes, I, I think uh, I kind of agree with uh, with Alex here. I think it's would be very uncharacteristic of them to uh, to, to have a, a down another down game. I think we're going to see kind of a progression to the mean here where they're going to improve to where I think we all think they should be, which is pretty high powered offense and scoring a lot more than they scored last week. Um, and so, yeah, that coupled with the fact that I don't think Miami is going to put up a lot of points just tells me, um, that Buffalo is probably the pick here. Although, like I said, it's not, I'm not, uh, you know, super confident mm-hmm. in it just because I think Miami's defense is really good as well. So Adam, what you think? Yeah, I agree with you guys when you say, uh, I don't see Buffalo going on two, but three and a half points on the road is a lot. So I'm going to go Miami here. I just smell a low scoring game. I like their defense. I think they can keep it tight. Buffalo might squeeze in a field goal win at the end, but. Miami's going to cover. I'm agreeing with you. I like Miami. When in doubt, home team getting points. Just do it. Just do it. And I will say, uh, you know, the thing is, like, but Miami played a pretty conservative road game, but er, er, on the road, but every single year there's a team that we go, on Monday we go, uh, how are they 0-2? What? The Buffalo's true, 0-2? True, What's true, going true. on? I could see it happening. That's all I'm saying. And then everybody goes, oh, Miami, what a hot start. You know, I think Buffalo will turn up at some point, right? Like, they're not going to stay down forever. They're too talented. But might not be this week. Tough road game, divisional. Divisional games are always close. Mm-hmm. Let me take the points. Okay. Yeah. Two and two each way through. Sunday afternoon, CBS, Dallas Cowboys at Los Angeles Chargers. Now, I say at Los Angeles Chargers. That's a very tepid at Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers fans, not really a thing. Nope. This will be like 70, 30 Cowboys fans in L.A. I actually saw a poll that said what – it was like a L.A. like guy, and he was like, like, who's the team of L.A.? Rams, Chargers, or Cowboys? And the Cowboys were cleaning up the vote. Like, they were absolutely dominating. So it'll be a kind of a Cowboy home game. But anyway, I digress. Chargers minus 2.5 is the spread as we speak. Adam makes a face. I think we know what he's going to do. But, Owen, you give us your pick here. Uh, I was hoping you wouldn't say me because, Phil, you're choosing the hardest ones here. This is a really tough one. Really, really tough. Um, but, uh, I mean, I think I'm going to have to go with with Dallas here. Um, okay. Can I say that? I, I think that, first of all, I agree with what you said. I think the uh, this really, if anything, this is kind of a neutral game as far as home field advantage goes um dallas is kind of america's team and and la has like a terrible fan base the chargers have a terrible fan base whoa whoa. Um, there's a man out there named Boltman who wears lightning bolts to every game he would disagree with you but keep going yeah him and just he'd be the only one though that's kind of the point it's just Boltman. um so yeah i don't i don't love the the home away situation there um, and I just think I, I really liked what I saw from Dallas. I think the receivers, and their offense in general looked really good. And, and their defense, obviously, the injury to DeMarcus Lawrence notwithstanding, looked serviceable. They looked solid. Um, so, yeah, I think they can keep this game close. And uh, and uh, I think they might be able to pull this one out. Okay. Okay. Alex, what do you think? Uh, I'm, I'm going to agree here with Owen. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. 
Uh oh, a little emergency. Little well, Amber okay. alert on the phone. Okay, okay that's okay. Alright, that's fine. Yeah, so I'm gonna agree with Owen here on the Cowboys. Um, like you said, I, I like uh, when there's a lot of fans. It's almost gonna be kind of a home game for them. Uh, one of the differences in the Washington and Chargers game was the quarterback play. When Heineke came in, it, it, it totally stopped. And the difference was Herbert. Dak Prescott's very good. I had I had my doubts, but he shut me up uh, against the against the Bucks. I think they're the Dallas defense. We should give them a little bit more respect. Um, I like Diggs. He's really good. Uh, he did a phenomenal job there. They've got some pieces, so uh, I like I like that it's going to be almost a home game for them. Uh, I think they'll get Zeke a little bit more involved mm-hmm. uh, against the Chargers. So, so I, I like Dallas here. I'm gonna, I'm going to take them. Adam, what are you thinking? Uh, for the record, there's been some line movement because Demarcus Lawrence got hurt, so it's three and a half now. But either way, I like the Cowboys. I think they're going to win anyway, so I'd like to take them. I also like the over in this game. It's over 55 for the record. If you like to bet over-unders, I like the over. I just, uh, without Demarcus Lawrence and with Rashawn Slater, how he looked last week, we're not going to have any pressure on Herbert, so he's going to get all day to throw. It's going to be a shootout. We're both scoring 40 points, and the Cowboys are going to win. Here's the thing, okay? Oh. Everybody out there, my head says take the Cowboys. Basically a home game as we've been through, you know. I I, I mean, everybody alive is going to love Dallas this week. They're getting points. They performed pretty well last week. But here's the thing. Do I want to cheer along with Cowboy fans for Cowboy success? No. So I'm taking the Chargers. It's that simple. I refuse to be happy with those losers. So I'm taking the Chargers. Here it is. Chargers plus two and a half, three and a half. I don't care. Make it it ten and a half and I'll take the Chargers. Let's ride. I'm not doing this. Sunday night football. The music will be blasting. Alan Chris. This is a shaker of a game here. This Mm. This is a banger in my mind. Kansas City at Baltimore. Kansas City on the road. Favored by four points. I, I've gotten last last two times. I'll go here first. Baltimore, I like Baltimore here. Now, they're at home. It's the home opener. Usually they do pretty well off, the, you know, in, at home. They get the black jerseys on. I'm just guessing, you know, from past experience. Love it. Again, I'm a stats guy this week. So I came with, you know, you know how I come with the prep. I, I got to back it up. Um, Baltimore as a home underdog in Lamar's career, 2-0 and against the spread. And John Harbaugh <laughs> after a loss, 48-27. and Sheesh. for his career mm. so i'm gonna take the ravens here what do you think uh i'm gonna have to go with the chiefs um i think that's the logical pick <laughs> that's <but>. the logical <laughs> pick it was <laughs> that's the logical pick um i think i think they'll be able to to definitely win a win by a touchdown or or, or more there just given that um I think the ravens are going to be one of those teams that we look like you said after week two and just be like damn you know they're zero and two and two tough because they really invested a lot in that Raiders game. They mm-hmm. thought they could, if they take that one away and then they come home and then whatever happens with the Chiefs happens. Uh, but I, I I just think the Chiefs are too good for for the Ravens. They're still dealing with a lot of injuries and stuff. They'll be able to, to throw the ball like crazy. Marcus Peters won't be there to, uh, because the Raiders were throwing the ball still far, like deep, late, um, and the Ravens couldn't stop it. Now with Tyreek Hill and Kelsey, they're down. Marcus, uh, uh, Marcus Peters there, uh, the Ravens with their cornerback. So uh, I, I like the Chiefs here. Okay, what you got? <clears throat> yeah, I also like the Chiefs. Um, I think one thing I took away from that Raiders game that really concerns me about the Chiefs is their offensive – or sorry, about the uh, Ravens is that their offensive line looks really poor. Um, and I, uh, I think – 
so uh, Kansas City has should have Frank Clark coming back and then Tyron Matthew as well. So I think they'll be able to get a lot of pressure on uh, on on Lamar. And he didn't even look comfortable against the Raiders. And maybe the Raiders are better than we gave them credit for, but but still, I think the Chiefs are going to be able to just generally create more pressure than than the Raiders will be able to. Um, and then, I mean, it's just it's Kansas City. We know the kind of offense that they have and the ability they have to put up points on the board. So uh, I think this should be pretty easy for Kansas City to to take care of. Yeah, like we we look at this line and you think, oh, like four is nothing. That's that's the only reason why I take Baltimore. Mm. It's like, what do they know that I don't? Type of deal, you know, mm. Adam. Yeah, I think? think I think this line is based off of an overreaction to the Ravens losing. Um, you I really think, like the Ravens. I like the Ravens, and I think I think they have the the strategy to beat the chiefs like you want to run the ball you want to give mahomes as little possessions as possible because he can score in five seconds so time of possession doesn't really matter but we just don't want to let him get possessions and uh four points four and a half what are you giving me three and a half i'll give you four anything you give me that's too many points a field goal game i think so okay i like the ravens wow look at that we're pretty split today everybody's kind of riding the wires i like it monday night and then let's do best bet monday night i mean this is like one of those kind of tough watches, you know. <laughs> it's it, we're gonna get a couple of these this year. Unfortunately, we have two this week: Thursday night, Monday night. They're a bit of a dagger. But Green Bay at home for Detroit. Green Bay minus ten and a half. Uh, Adam, what do you think here? I like Green Bay. It's yeah. just that simple. Green Bay is gonna. Aaron Rodgers is not happy after that loss. I don't think Detroit can cover. Like this is just pure overreaction. I think the spread should be eighteen on this game. I like Green Bay. Wow. Green Bay, the number one team in the NFL covering after a loss with Matt LaFleur. So I'm going to take the Packers. I think this game might be like 44 to 6. I I think it's one of those games where you go on Bleacher Report or wherever, you know, you log on your Instagram, you see the post after the game. It's like, the MVP's back. You know that that crazy (laughs) stuff? Yeah, I can see it happening right now. Ogai, are you agreeing, disagreeing? You know, I'm a Detroit City fan. Yes. uh, Dan Campbell's my favorite coach in the NFL. Likewise, and I think he's got uh, his boys just prepared to run through a wall for him. Um, with that <laughs> being said, that's the best we can do, eh? <laughs> with, that, <laughs> with that being said, I think this is just a—it's a pretty bad football team with the roster. So I think Green Bay should should get it done, unless Aaron Rodgers is actually trying to sabotage their season, which I think would be sick. I hope, you, I hope they do lose. I hope they lose rule by it a out. ton. It's, yeah. It would be sick. <laughs> I'm, hoping, I'm hoping like a, a 31 to like, fifth, like 14 Detroit win. That but I don't think it's going to happen. So. I'll dye my hair purple if I see it happen. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going with the Lions. Okay. 10 and a half is a little Let's too go. much for me. Given, <laughs> given, so Adam said something that caught my attention. He said that uh, if Aaron Rodgers cares, he doesn't like he doesn't <laughs> care. So I'm not saying they're gonna lose to the Lions, but he doesn't care enough to win by more than ten and a half points. I I, I so, just think he's a competitor. Like you're in the NFL, like no one on that team wants to get embarrassed like that last week, and they're not gonna let it happen. No, again. I'm not saying they're gonna lose. I just think ten and a half is a little too much. Like they scored three freaking points against like an okay Saints defense. Yeah, and now they're playing the Lions, and it's I gonna be a statement game. No, I just I just don't think that to be the case. Dan Campbell's way way too good of a coach. They're gonna run the ball like crazy. Yes. You know what? They could be up forty points and they'll still bring it to within ten. So gonna, Alex, you're convincing me slowly but surely. If you want, you can still. Hey, they got, they got two workhorses right there in the backfield with Williams and Swift. 
I don't know any of their wide receiver. Actually, they have TJ Hawkinson, so basically a wide receiver. Jared Goff looked great. So yeah, I like yeah. it. I like it. Yeah, if the Lions win, I think you can bring Tony back on the pod instead of me next week. Yeah, I think fair enough. I think that would be our. I'm highest. not saying they're gonna win. I just think it's ten and a half is too high. Most downloaded episode ever. What about like a like a Jordan Love statement game? Like they bring mm. him out in like the second quarter. Have you figured like? Yeah, so like they or? run up the score in the first quarter, take Aaron Rodgers out, and then they bring uh-huh. it to within ten and a half because oh, Jordan Love's not that okay, great. Okay, okay, okay. Might be. I don't know. I just have to so high. many possibilities. I keep saying it. There is. I will say though, one of my favorite things about last week was uh, on Red Zone. Whenever they just cut to Dan Campbell, I it was an instant laugh out of me. I don't know what it was. It was. <laughs> I think it might have been the clothing attire, like just the regular blue T-shirt. I thought was hilarious. I don't. Everything he does, I need to see because he's just the greatest thing to happen oh, he's to me. The best thing ever. I, I love him. I don't know how this guy took this guy. As long as it did to get a head coaching job. Oh, I think I know why, but you know what? That's, <laughs> we don't we don't talk about that. Uh, best bet. Let's do it, everybody. Who wants to go first? Who wants to give us their? Top I can go pick? first because I've got an absolute lock. Okay, lock it in right now. Yeah. Bounce back because yeah. your lock last week was the Jets. It was the Jets, and that like I'm gonna say it again. Almost happened. We were <laughs> we were close. We were two point conversion away. But uh, my lock this week is uh, Cincinnati at plus three and a half against wow. Chicago. Wow. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So I think that Cincinnati is a pretty decent football team. I like Joe Burrow. I like what I saw from him. I think they've got actually a really solid receiving core with Higgins, Boyd, and uh, uh, Jamar Chase as well. And then Chicago, I just think – you know what, maybe they put in just a fields and it uh, turns around, but Andy Dalton is just not that he's not the type of guy. He's I don't think he's going to, you know, bring the team a lot of success this year. If they leave him in there, I don't think he has the ability to kind of push the ball like he might need to. So I think a lot of, a lot of what I'm doing, what I'm basing this pick on is what I saw from these teams out of week one. And uh, I've been impressed with Cincinnati enough to, to, to think they're gonna they're gonna be able to cover here against Chicago. You also thought they were gonna be good in the preseason, I should add. Uh, who was gonna be good? Cincinnati. You predicted them to go over. Oh, did I? Yes, yeah, you did. I did. I did. I knew that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big Cincinnati fan. Okay, so lock in the Bengals plus three and a yeah. half. So they're two and zero. Yeah. Start the season. Yeah. All just right. don't even play the game. Just just, just <laughs> skip it. Alex, what you got? All right, so my absolute lock. You can lock it in. Um, it's it's. Um, so first of all, I just want to note here is I wanted to go own one just to see who my real fans are because if you start off hot, you just get all the bandwagon. So I want to see who's gonna ride or die with me. Okay. So my absolute lock is the Seahawks minus five and a half at home. Um, so they haven't played in front of the twelfth man in a really long time. The crowd's gonna be absolutely rocking. Um, and you just look at what the Raiders ha- did with the, with their own crowd. Um, Russ looks like he's a happy camper for now. Mm-hmm. They brought in some pieces, not the biggest pieces, but they brought in some guys. He looks he looks committed. He looks good. Um, and they made the they made the Colts defense, which I mean is a decently respectable defense. They dropped a bunch of points on them. Mm-hmm. And the Titans defense is absolute crap. It's 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 in shambles. And um and you know Vrabel is calling Julio out. Tannehill looks like he forgot how to throw a football. Henry can't run. Um, you know, I'm not 
counting out the Titans right now, but I don't think they're going to solve their problems in in five days. So that's why, and definitely not on the road in Seattle. So that's why I have the Seahawks locked in at minus five and a half. So I'm not. I'm going to be honest with you. That was my original lock, but I'm changing my lock now because I want you to have that because there's another pick I like just as much. But one thing you left out. Mm. Tennessee to Seattle is a five and a half hour flight. So I was That's doing huge. <laughs> Phil is a for anyone who doesn't know, oh. Phil is a huge flight guy. Oh, well, yeah, so, dude, flights kill you. So here's the thing. I was doing some intensive research <laughs> to figure out when exactly the plane was taken off, no when they were getting way. in, to see if I could, you know, get a little I, it's yeah. not out there yet. It might come out later in the week. But you know what? The boys are gonna be stiff. So yeah. Yeah, I, I was with you on that. I'm with you on that. But my new lock of the week, and I don't know why I'm doing this, but sometimes you wake up. And you just get those feelings over mm. you, you know? This yep. there's this is not, you know, a head pick, but this is the right pick to make. First of all, Adam locked them in last week and Adam is the biggest mush going. I know he's not going to pick them this week. And if he's not picking them, that's good for me. I'm locking in the Jags. Plus six wow. at home wow. against Denver. Lock in the Jags. Oh, now, first of all, God. you're going, Philip, like, what's going on? Like, Urban Meyer, there's a lot of, like, controversy there. Yeah, I know, and I'm still going to take him. I have no defense for that. He might be an absolute moron, but we're riding with it. Too many points at home. Denver Denver on the road. We see the way they play. Jacksonville, Teddy on the cover. Teddy covers on the road. He does, but Jacksonville, they have a tendency, you know, they could put up some points. They've got some playmakers over there. I don't think they win, but I think it's tight. I'm going with the Jags. Six is too many. Let's do this. Let's do this, Urban. All right. All right. I, I love the, can I just add, I love the Jags tweeting uh, brick by brick, and it was Urban Mayor, and it was like, he's staying. And after one week, they're tweeting that because <laughs> they're afraid he's going to go to USC. Oh, my God. I, I think they're validly afraid. Yeah, yeah validly afraid. <laughs> but so. they really shouldn't be because it's not that big of a loss. Mm. Anyway, we'll like the Jags. Yeah. For the record, I was thinking about the Jags as I walked in. Like, it looked like a good pick. Teddy covers mostly as a dog on the road, not not as much mm. as a favorite. Okay. But he hasn't been a favorite that much in his career. Um, Alex's speech about the Seahawks got me so amped up. I almost bet on them. I opened up my betting app. I didn't have credits for it. So tomorrow <laughs> I'm taking the Hawks. Let's go. <laughs> but regardless, my lock of the week is going to have to be the Rams minus three and a half. I love the Rams. Same logic as Owen, just basing it off last week's result. I know, not a good strategy, but Rams looked amazing. Uh, the- I And uh, they have two linemen on the Colts are questionable, Quinn Nelson and Eric Fisher, I think. Mm-hmm. So Aaron Donald's going to eat. I just I just don't know what the Colts are going to do about that team. Like I don't know what anyone's going to well, do about it. I don't that. know how the Colts are going to score. Yeah, like, I just don't know. But you know what I'm going to say, right? No. That's a long flight. I just I don't Playing care about the flights. Yeah. I mm. don't care about the flights. These are professional athletes. They leave early. Hey. They they know how to take care of their bodies. They have people that are teaching them how to take care of their bodies. Like a flight isn't gonna affect anything. No, that's a good point because if you're gonna be stiff off a flight and then you play on turf, yeah. that's a little too stiff. You, your joints. Phil, I think I think your next task should be to like crunch the numbers on flights and see how often like the Teams with the longer flights cover compared to teams with shorter flights. Oh, I'll I have the time. I'll do it. But I want to see like a, a statistical model based on flights. Like that's what I'm trying to. Trying when I get to, really yeah, excited when I see the game sheet and I see the spreads, when I see like a, a long ways away, the first thing I look up is NFL map because I can't look at an actual map. I like to see where the logos are, oh. and then I'm like, oh, well, that's a long way from there to there. Like, Let me look up the flight time. I always do this. Man. By Sunday, we're going to have a chart party from Phil on YouTube. Mm, just yes. flights wow. since 1970. Just 
how the how the road teams do based on distance are you more of a where it just shows like the logo where like just where it is exactly or are you more of a where it colors in like the state no i'm just a logo okay i'm state state sucks oh yeah all right i don't like it as much but anyway our locks I'm personally locking in the Jags plus six at Denver. Alex, you are locking in Seahawks, baby, minus five and a half against Tennessee. Adam, you're locking in Rams minus three and a half. Phil's repping the Rams hat, so I know he likes the pick. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, guy, you are locking <laughs> uh, in. I'm locking in Cincy plus three and a half against the Bears. Let's go. Uh, some controversial <laughs> go. ones in there. So oh, yeah. I'm oh, loving Owens that. is the most controversial. It's, it's oh, we'll gorgeous. See. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Let's do yeah. some Bozo of the Week, some Genius of the Week. Some no conclusive evidence. I'm excited for this. Who wants to go first? Bozo of the week. Uh, I guess I'll start off here. Yeah, go for it. Um, so my bozo of the week um, is a Florida fo- a Florida State football player. Mm. Um, I couldn't find a name to it, but he looked like he was an offensive lineman guy. And uh, anyways, a couple of weeks ago, uh, we all know that uh, Jacksonville State walked it off. They did. Um, they did. Hail Mary uh, like, to win the game. Hail Mary to win the game. So for those of you at home who don't really know a lot about college football, it's just an uh, inexcusable loss. Like, that can't happen. That's a loss that, you know, your coach might get fired. But he didn't. Yeah, but soon. Soon. <laughs> like, probably soon. Um, that can't happen. However, uh, this, uh, this guy uh, wasn't going to let Jacksonville State ruin his night. Uh, but he thought he'd propose to his girlfriend right on the field in full, full uniform seconds after the loss. Um, I just think that's a situation, you know, you got to tuck the ring in and maybe save it for a later time. Uh, I read up on this. His whole family was there. Mm-hmm. So this was clearly a mapped out, premeditated, oh, yeah. we're beating Jacksonville State, they're Jacksonville State, and I'm proposing situation. That's that, but, but I think in that situation, you might have to just say, hey, come back next week, guys. Like, I'm uh... Because you're out there proposing, it should be one of the most happiest moments of your life. And then you walk into the locker room and the coach is just chewing everybody out. Like, that's not a great... Yeah. You go from 100 to zero. Yeah, everybody's got their head down and you're beaming. You're like, I'm engaged. It's <laughs> it's just very weird. I mean, I don't know. I personally wouldn't be in the mood to, you know, drop, propose, to, the knee. <laughs> drop to the knee after getting smacked by Jacksonville State. Um, so he's definitely my bozo of the week. Okay, you have anything on that one? Uh, no, that's a good one. I think he's... Yeah, it's... Good. I love that. I, really okay. I that. love that. Yeah. It's short and sweet. Yeah, bring yeah. it bring it home, yeah? yeah. My bozo of the week, it's not one specific person, but just stick with me and it'll make sense in the end. It's like a collective of people. Um the Met Gala was this week. Now, if you don't really know what the Met Gala is, it's kind of yes. just like a bunch of rich people get together. Like if you're famous, you get invited, whatever. My bozo of the week though is the people online who complain about who gets invited. Oh. Like how how in any way does it inconvenience your life that somebody is going somewhere that you aren't even at? Like what? Like why is this such a big deal to you? Is the Met really like that? Like loyal to you in your heart that you have to like truth the people that get invited? You want to do the vetting? I don't understand it. I like I, what, what was an example? Like who was crying about someone not getting invited? Like there's people who are like oh. Addison Ray can't be getting invited to the Met Gala. Oh, like, why do you care? Get a life. Like, this, there's these are the people who complain about everything. I can't stand them. Just let the people have a good time. Who cares, man? That's my Bozo of the Week nominee. Good one. Definitely. Okay. So, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So, for my Bozo of the Week, I've got uh, Nike. Ooh. 
So I don't know if you guys uh, saw this this week, but there was a leak online of the of the Lakers, one of the of a new Lakers alternate jersey. I did not um, see this. It's like oh, I purple. Saw it. Yeah, it's 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 bad. It, Dude, like in describe. my opinion, it looks horrible. It's purple with so it's got it's purple. It's got the letter or sorry the number on the front, and it's got two stars on either side. I don't know what the stars mean or represent. Um, but it looks bad. It looks really bad. It's like picture their white jersey, but make it like a royal purple, and then put two stars at the side for some reason. That looks like yeah. the Sacramento so, Kings. Oh, was, yeah, it's horrible. That. It's horrible. Yeah. So, but my gripe isn't just with this jersey. It's with Nike's obsession in the NBA with making constant jerseys mm-hmm. all the time. I don't Stay, know. Keep I, going. Don't stop. Yeah, I think we've probably brought this up on the pod before, as we should have. But it, it, we need to hammer this point home. Like I get that they're trying to make money and 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 sell more jerseys, but they release a new jersey every other month, and it looks each one is worse than the last one. Like Cream City, we need to snip that, stop it there. We're done. Like no more. We don't need any jerseys with the logo on it. We don't need any jerseys with like cursive letters. We don't need purple. Like it's the Lakers. Like it's been good for fifty years. Like we've got a formula that works. We don't need to be putting stars on there. We don't need to be putting like blue and purple, like the to, to the home away, and then maybe one, maybe two alternate jerseys is fine. But we don't need to be switching it. We don't need to be adding new ones every couple months. It's it's getting ridiculous. I'm not buying the jersey. You boys better not be buying it. Fabe, no. If I ever see this jersey, I, they're getting like I'm I'm stepping on it or like spitting on it or something because it's horrible. And I'm not, if, I don't want anybody I know to be supporting this. What if you behavior. see somebody wearing that jersey with Westbrook on the back? Oh, I'd give him a Kendrick high five. Nunn. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. I I don't watch basketball as much as you guys, but when I saw the Cream City or yeah, the Cream City jerseys, I like them. I think they look mm-hmm. good. That's one yeah. of a billion. Right oh, there. That's, the that's color awesome. is good, but what does like Cream City is such a terrible thing to put on a jersey? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. I agree. Oh, and I don't know if you caught the Miami jersey because that looks like a three-year-old made oh, it. Have you guys seen I that? Saw that. Oh my god, it looks like a three-year-old was in a like just a collage class, <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, here's this Miami Heat newspaper. Cut out all the freaking letters and just paste them on this jersey. It looks so yeah. bad. Your boy's gonna look horrible in it." Tyler's he's gonna make people great. crash even more cars when they see that <laughs> and it was okay it was like one thing when they had their little fingers in in the nba jerseys but it got even worse once they got their like grubby little hands into the into mlb too because oh. now you got the city connects the like the yellow boston the red miami the freaking like the south side white Sox jerseys that nobody likes and nobody buy. like honestly i want to see i want to know who's buying these jerseys because there's no way they're making money off them it's ridiculous it needs to stop Oh, that was the, it. the that, 13 year olds are buying the jerseys. Yeah, like, they are. But yeah. that was great. My bozo of the week vote is going to Nike too. I'm voting for Nike very hard. The, this is a hill I'm willing to die on with you. I'm standing right beside you right now. Uh, I'm gonna have to give mine to to Phil that because because like the fact that you're actually getting cheat. No, that's just a classic. Like I didn't get invited to the birthday party, and I'm gonna act like I'm not cheesed, but I'm cheesed. Like I'm very hurt. So like the fact that you're getting hurt about it, and the person you're advocating for doesn't even know your name. So like you're not even advocating for a person. You're just trying to rip somebody else down. Or that. Or that too. So just like you said, let them have a good time. Like just chill out it, they, they just wear really cool like clothes you know what was 
uh, Kendall Jenner wearing like flaming hot Cheeto, uh, whatever last year. It looked great. So just let them have a good time. Like just, just relax. Owen, what are you voting for? Um, I, uh, I think I'm going to have to go with yours, Phil, as well. I do think it's a bit ridiculous. Like people are acting like it's like some sort of like, you're not letting people take food out of the food bank. Like these people are fine. It's a party for like to raise money for a museum. It's like, not a big deal. These people will never be invited. Like, I don't know why they get so on their high horse about this. Yeah. And Addison Ray, she's doing just fine. She's, yeah. she's got a lot of parties to go to. She's got a lot of functions to attend. Hit movie. She can use a day off. Like, look at it that way. She's getting, it, she's getting, she's getting some load management. She's getting a rest day. She's a real Hollywood star now. Mm-hmm. She really that is. movie, that acting was really good. <laughs> the Flyers, that was fantastic. That was good. Yeah. Adam, did you have a bozo of the week you wanted to throw in? No, I didn't have one, and I'm not going to vote just because I want to be the tiebreaker, but you already won it, Phil, so. Okay, all right. Shout out. I like that. Thank you. Dub for me, and L for those people. Genius of the week. I can go first here. My genius of the week goes to Paul Pierce. Um, Mm. For those who aren't aware, Paul Pierce actually made the Basketball Hall of Fame this weekend, so congratulations to him. But he's also a really good follow on Twitter. I highly recommend him on Twitter to everybody out there. And this week, Paul Pierce tweeted this. It was a link to an article, and the accompanying headline is what ends up getting tweeted, right? When you go to share the article, you tweet the headline, and then the link accompanies it. So Paul Pierce tweets this. Paul Pierce, Boston Celtics legend and Hall of Famer, was way better than you think. From Paul Pierce. So this is just a classic toot your own horn situation. You got to be your own biggest fan, your own biggest cheerleader. So shout out to you, Paul. Keep repping yourself, you know, keep propping yourself up there one day. One that's, day, buddy. That's good clickbait. Yeah. Oh, you know, what What am I thinking? How How good was he really? So yeah. you just click it. And you, how good was I? How good was I? Way yeah. better than you think. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shout out to Paul. Yeah, that's something I'd, I'd post every... Hmm, three to four years yeah. just on all my social medias i'm better than you think actually so <laughs> why owen the podcaster is way better than you think yeah yeah, yeah. Re- retweeted by owen yes mm. yeah <laughs> what you got um so i've got uh my big winner this week is uh, or my genius sorry this week is uh is all the um college football teams that are making turnover chains now so i think it started with miami there might have been a team before then but that's the one i think that's the most well known is the miami turnover chain but um i don't know if you guys saw this this week but uab which is a uh, d1 school i'm pretty sure what um what does uab stand for i oh university of alabama birmingham yeah this yeah, brand yeah yeah university of alabama birmingham so they played a game. I think I think it was a week game. I think it was like oh, a few days ago. It might have. It might have actually might have been. I think they played Saturday, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Um, and one of their guys I think got a pick, and he comes over to the bench, and he's got a giant dragon skull around no his neck. Way. Like I'm not talking. I'm not talking like small. I'm talking like like the size of Adam's torso. Like enormous wow. dragon skull. He's like leaning all the way back like he's like it's it's hefty like it it might cause like him to herniate a disc or something in his back it's enormous no way. yeah and, and and this like turnover chain thing has spread to other sports even like like in baseball not for obviously for turnovers but they've got like home run chains like san diego's got like the spinning one yeah the jays have like the home run jacket now which is like a kind of a spin off of the chains the people um, do the rides in the cart yeah 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 
everyone's got to have like their own thing. So I guess the genius more than anybody is, uh, is Miami because they started a, a wave. And I, I mean, I guess shout out to all the other schools that are, are kind of following suit. The, the dragon is, I think as crazy as it gets. Um, I don't know what the next iteration is of it's going to be. Maybe like, a, I don't know, a human skull or something crazy. Like, I don't oh even know. There's some, there's some college football guys. <laughs> Like Dan Campbell, I know he's going to have a crazy, like he might have human bones and then a human skull, something like that. <laughs> Just a giant but, coffee uh, cup you get to dip yourself in, <laughs> like, a, like a bathtub. Yeah. And a Red Bull. I don't know. He's crazy. But, Just a uh, big tiger because he likes tigers yeah. or lions. He'll put Jeff yeah, on lions man. too. Until Probably likes tigers. Like, yeah. But, uh, but, but yeah. That would uh, that be my genius this week is the turnover chains. Producer Adam just showed us how big that thing is. <laughs> that, that could be enormous. A, that's the size of a house. That's from a museum for sure. Yeah, that, that thing is massive. So and iced out. Yeah, and fire. Yeah, yeah. What you got? <laughs> yeah, my genius of the week just going back to the Raiders game was uh, Daniel Carlson, right? Because we talked about how uh, they needed a field goal and Gruden said he was hiding in the net. So like low key, like sneaky, smart move because he made the one big kick, uh-huh. right? And then, uh, and then you just want to sit out because you don't want to, you don't want to like get cut like Tuesday morning. Yeah. Like you want to just make sure people remember you for the good kick. Like you did your job once. You want to end on a high note. I'm a big end on a high note kind of guy. So, so definitely smart move by him. Um, and then right, like they, they, he ended up coming on, but then came off and, and then they walked it off later. So, um, Good, good move by him. Yeah, that's a little quit while you're ahead situation there. Yeah, totally. Yeah, don't, you know, you already got 100 on the test. You don't need to go for the bonus point no, after. No, Come on, like, just relax. Yeah, exactly. So it was it was fine that he was in the kicker's net. That's a fine excuse. <laughs> I'm voting for the University of Miami for the chain, just because if it inspired that dragon, that dragon is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I'm I'm voting for that too because that thing is ginormous and that's like if I'm on the sidelines and I see that thing, like I'm a little intimidated. Oh, I'm hella intimidated. I'm very intimidated. So, okay, what are you voting for? What was yours, Phil? Uh, what Paul Pierce? Oh yeah, that Paul Pierce thing was hilarious. So I'm gonna go with that one. I forgot. <laughs> I retweeted that. the tweet because I wanted to spread yeah. the gospel too. Shout out to Paul. Adam, are you not yeah. voting again? I'll vote for Alex just because he needs a vote on that. Yeah, I didn't get a vote today, but that's okay. That's That's all good. We'll come back stronger next week. (laughs) So the bozo of the week this week are the uh, outraged Met Gala people. Congratulations to you and the geniuses, the University of Miami. So what what winners this week? Really prestigious stuff there. Way to go. Let's do no conclusive evidence, and then let's get after it. You want to go first, Alex? Yeah, I'll go here. So once again, uh, big Raiders fan, so i got to keep talking about the game. Keep banging the drum. Just keep banging the drum. No conclusive evidence. I want to hear what you boys think. Um, I would have been pissed if I was Harbaugh or Gruden that my players just like run onto the field and taking helmets off, congratulating. I thought guys were going to take their jerseys off You know, when they sign them, start Dude, taking swap. pictures. Yeah, jersey swaps. I was not a fan because you just get out of the zone that way. And I was surprised any team. I mean, obviously like the big mistake the the Ravens made car overthrowing that ball. Like the, I think those were all like, because of, they were just tuned out. They just tuned out. They were ready to call it a game. So I, I personally just would have been pissed. I, I wouldn't have liked that. Okay. But I think the thing is they, they didn't know the guy was short. Like they're assuming they scored. What do you want them to do? Like, no, dude, the ref wait? literally called like five seconds after like the game is not ended. Like we are reviewing. And they don't give a f- shit. Like, they're just <laughs> dabbing up. Like, they don't care. Like, just, ah. Even the Ravens guys seemed like they were all good. They were like, you know what? You guys going to have this one. You're yeah. a really good team. Like, 
ah, we have to go back out on the field. Ah, damn, I guess. Okay. It's, it's hard to get motivated after that, I feel. I kind of agree with you. Yeah, um, I would have been running on the field telling my guys to get back on the sideline. Like, yeah. The game's not over, so that's my own conclusion. Steady on, yeah. steady on. Owen, what do you got? So I'm sticking with football too. <clears throat> and uh, I was just kind of thinking about this this weekend. I wanted to kind of get it off my chest. But I mentioned it before that Saquon Barkley, I think, is is the greatest running back I've seen in my lifetime, most talented, at least. I agree um, with you. Yeah. Especially, I mean, as far as college running backs go, I've never seen anybody like him. And then in the pros, he's been – he's shown flashes for sure as well. Um, but my take this week is, is he needs to get off the Giants. He needs to – they need to trade him because I'm not going to sit here and uh, see this – like – a, a bit more background. One of my favorite players, probably my favorite player ever is RG three. And I saw this guy's injury just get, or this guy's career basically come to an end essentially because of injuries or, or basically be diminished. And I don't want that to happen to, to Saquon Barkley. So I think that he needs to be moved um, ideally to a team with like an adequate offensive line, somebody where he, you know, a, a team that he actually can get blocking on. Because I want to see the guy that I saw in college who was like un, un, unbeatable. He was a cheat code. I actually so, I fully agree with you. It's like him and Adrian Peterson for yeah. like healthy running backs I've seen in my lifetime. His first two years, he was so good. College running yeah. backs, you got you to gotta say Fournette's in there. Fournette, in, Fournette at LSU was really, really good. But I, I completely agree with you. Maybe, hey, maybe Ravens. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty yeah. sick. Yeah, I'd almost rather see Saquon Barkley on the Giants because then, you know, he has more people that he has to avoid from tackling him, right? Like less <laughs> blocking, more highlights for him. So I think it's nicer that way. That's an interesting theory. You can't have highlights if you're getting injured every year because oh, <laughs> true, not doing anything. I 100% agree with you too. Not being biased or anything because Saquon's on my team. But <laughs> but them drafting him second overall, like I get it, like the marketing and and the and the, all that stuff. They, I guess they made a lot of money from jersey sales and all that. But like a running back's not leading you to the Super Bowl. And we've seen a lot of Super Bowl teams win with just an okay running back, just someone who can fill that hole. And if you have a good offensive line, that can still be productive for you. So like you said, it, it would work out for both him and the Giants. I think they could get like a really good like tackle back uh, to help mm-hmm. that offensive line. So, you know, I I think it would work for both sides if, if they did move on. What oh. teams are you thinking, Owen? I don't know if I've thought that deep. Obviously, he's like a New York guy, so like. Oh, okay. Maybe. All right. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. You know what it could be though when you. Mickey Becton for yeah. Saquon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I was thinking about when you were talking about how he has a lot of injuries, dude. Uh huh. There's a lot of there's a lot of long flights out of New York because you know it's in the corner of the country. Oh, <laughs> so you get stiff. There you could get maybe stiff somewhere new Midwest, like Tennessee or something, like Central. Yeah, maybe you gotta send him send, mm. like Denver. Yeah, that one two punch yeah. with Henry and Saquon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a tandem. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm done with flight talk for a while. That was that was all I needed to get it off. But my no conclusive evidence this week is Patrick Beverly, new Timberwolf. If you guys missed that, or if you forgot, Patrick Beverly's new to the Timberwolves. And he said, quote, I've made the playoffs every year since I've been in the NBA, and I don't expect that to change. 
no conclusive evidence. I I do expect that to change <laughs> this year. So. I, I love how he's acting like he led the teams and it wasn't like Harden or Kawhi or Paul George or yeah. anything. It, it was like he was the reason oh, they made the playoffs. His I four love game that. was instrumental. Oh, wow. Really good. So. <laughs> Oh, Pat confidence Pat. guy. That's yeah. the kind of guy you want on your team, though. Yeah, no kidding. Mm. I know a lot of fan. jerseys. Oh, I'm a huge Patrick Beverly fan. <laughs> I, I mean, I wasn't for a long time, but like I am now. I just love the uh, the antics have kind of grown on me. Wow, there stuff. it is. A little long winded, but it's a ten out of ten. We did it. I, I, I we crushed that one. Oh, mm. and I felt like this was a strong performance. Thank you. I think it was a strong performance <laughs> as well yeah, from everybody like, here. Like a little bit of distractions here or there, but we landed it. Oh, absolutely. Like we were trying to yeah. find Nickelodeon. We were trying to find all this other stuff, but we landed. We fight through. We yeah. fight on, onwards and upwards. Yeah. Adam, what do you think? I'm saying 10. 10. <laughs> 10. I'm saying 10.35. 10. Uh, okay. You like to go over a little yeah. bit. so I like, yeah. yeah. I respect it. Oh, and you're flat 10? I'm a, I'm a flat 10. Yeah, it's a 10 out of 10 for sure. Crush it. All right. Well, yeah. enjoy the weekend games, everybody. Enjoy the Thursday night game as much as you can tomorrow. I mean, it's it, again. Here's the thing: it doesn't seem that bad on paper, but it's like not great. It's like a four out of ten matchup, and it's Thursday night football, so it's gonna blow. So, and whatever. I mean, we're split, so it should be a good game, like a close game. But it, it won't be. It won't be. It's Thursday night football. Yeah, it's it's the way it goes on TNF, but. It's football, so we yep. all watch and yeah. we'll talk. We about can't be it. bashing it like one weekend. Yeah, like we were crying yeah. about how it wasn't there, and no, now we're right. bashing. I, so yeah. <laughs> I'm being way too negative. Sorry. And enjoy the game more. Really enjoy. Yes, relish and enjoy Sunday too. Sunday's going to be fun. College football. Is there anything interesting going on this weekend, Owen, that you know of? I don't know. I haven't really checked the slate of games, so I can't really. I don't know. Mm. Jays. Jays are playing. They are. Yeah. I think we're playing the Twins. Yes, we are playing the Twins. This is the worst outro ever. But you know what? That's fine. Let's ride with it. Enjoy the weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you again on Monday.